Hello? Oh, there we go. Now it works. Finally. Sorry about that botch. Good God almighty. Don't even be sorry, bro. Technical issues happen. That's just, it's live. <laughs> Don't even be sorry for something like that. For real. But at least we got it all fixed, you know? Right. We got it ready now. That's what matters. I agree. Oh, good God. I'm going to add this for the bloopers. <laughs> so the fans can know. So the, the problem was, the problem was, I sent you an invite and mm-hmm. you, you didn't have any problems whatsoever. It was my fault because. The headset I have is a gaming headset, you know? Mm-hmm. Me too. I have a gaming one too. Oh, nice. And the headset I have has a accessory where you could like plug in the mic and plug it out. Uh-huh. Uh, so I found out that my mic wasn't plugged in all the way. And that's why you heard some static. Right. Oh, on. that makes a lot of sense. Because I know my mic, I mean, my headphones has that issue, but I forgot what it was until like, you know, I was looking at my mic and I was like, oh, crap, I didn't plug it in. Right. Ah, uh, that makes much sense now. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beyond the Yard. I am your host, Derek Destroyer. And I have a special guest that I don't know many of you guys heard of him. He has done some hardcore matches and good God almighty. What could I say? I've seen those matches and good Lord almighty. They are brutal. <laughs> I just want to say, ladies, and gentlemen, please welcome my guest, Gabe Sayer. Thank you. Thank you for the very warm welcome. I think you should be a ring announcer too. I think, I think definitely you got a, you got two jobs in wrestling now. I am Gabe Sayers, man of the Death Wish. I'm also dubbed the new breed of underground over there in UWF. And I am a deathmatch backyard and slowly pro wrestler. That's so great to hear, man. But yeah, it's cool that you mentioned that, you know, I should be a ring announcer. But, you know, if I don't make it as a professional wrestler, I do want to be in the wrestling industry. Hell, even 100%. as a ring, you know, commentator. Like, it's so fun just right. commentating matches. Who, who wouldn't want to? exactly bro being a part of wrestling is truly a beautiful thing i know for me I'll, i can get more into it more later i know i won't be able to be a wrestler for my entire life and mm-hmm. so trying to find your way into the wrestling business via commentary via ring announcing any way possible it's it's always so worth it the wrestling business is such a beautiful thing for real and i don't know if you ever heard of the channel or company of acw acw oh it's ringing about are they um What's their what's their episodes called? Like their um, ACW War. Yep, I have actually. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so anyways, that's our channel from right, Kansas. Right, right. And you know, I'm pretty much the editor of our channel, and I like editing because like we get to see you know our product out there and display mm-hmm. for every, everybody out there to see. And you know, if you do pay attention, I'm also the commentator. Ah. Yes. Okay. It's it's connecting now a little bit. Okay. It all makes sense now. <laughs> Right, right, right. A, l- a little, uh, being a little dynamic, being able to do multiple things. I like that. For real. The way I saw, the way I see it with ACW is like, you know, we have our own fan base and it's good to, you know, keep entertaining our fan base. Like, for example, if we can't be doing wrestling videos, especially in the winter because the cold is coming up pretty soon. Exactly. Like, if we get to do be like, um, podcast episodes, that's great because we get to learn about, you know, each other's stories, some, you know, history lessons between, you know, each wrestler, because each wrestler has its own story. You right, know? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And who, who doesn't want to hear, you know, wrestling stories and podcasts and stuff? Exactly. Tell, it's always about telling a story. That's what the wrestling business is all about. I love that. 
exactly. And you mentioned earlier, like, because did you know somebody actually recommended me to have you on the show? Really? Do, do I get to know who? Yes. Uh, just let me pull it up real quickly. Because, like, he told me that, you know, you're, you know, pretty talented wrestler. And he told wow. me about your condition. And I was like, what? No way. So his name is Apache King. Oh, I love him. Dude. Oh, if he's listening to this right now, I... God, I won't even, I won't even, I won't even have profanity, but I love this guy. Like, oh my God, I can't say enough <laughs> good things about this guy. For real. He said, great suggestion or great suggestion. Gabe mm-hmm. Sayer exploded out of nowhere in the past year. Current, currently a champion in BWO, yep. NEW, UWF, NHW, facing open heart surgery. Can only continue for one slash three years. Extremely com- great wrestler. We'll post link soon. Wow, that dude. Yep, that that's crazy. I dude, Apache King. What a great guy. What a supportive guy. What an honest guy. Like, and it's crazy to see that he's like seen me throughout all these companies. Um, mm-hmm. He talked about yeah. So this is actually my debut year of wrestling in general. I um, I had my first ever backyard wrestling match February 9th, two thousand and twenty two. Um, so yeah, that's dope. Not even a year in the business yet, and I've actually had death matches. I pro I when I call pro matches, if I ever say a pro match, that's because I've started to get trained at a pro school, and the guy mm-hmm. faced is fully pro trained. So I've had pro matches, death matches, completely backyard matches. Like I've. I've done, I've traveled to different states this year. It's, it's such been, it's been such a total crazy debut rookie year. And then to get the news that I won't be able to wrestle in one to three years is always, you know, it's just, it adds the chaos of your rookie year campaign for wrestling, I guess. Well, that's fucking crazy. Sorry about my, my swear, but you know, we, we allow swearing on this show, but. Oh, okay. That's what good I to know, to... dude. I, yeah. I go crazy. Yeah. I'm a death okay, wrestler. I scream a lot of things. No, it's all good, man. But that's crazy that, you know, you have that condition, you know, like right, yeah. just, just when you're starting, like, wow. Yeah. Heart disease. I mean, hey, fuck it. It adds some character to it. Right. It gives me, gives me a little bit of flavor in wrestling, I guess. For you, <laughs> it's funny because I started watching this show, but you could be like the Walter White of wrestling, you know. I got to I got to beat the shit out of all these people to make enough money to pay for this. Exactly. There's a storyline right there. Yeah. Where where are my backyard and pro companies at that? You got a you got a storyline given to you right there. For real. That's money. But I just want to say, like, it's it's so cool that Apache King because he, he loves beyond the yard. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. He loves our podcast episodes. And the fact that you're on this episode He's going to love it. I'm just sure he's going to flip. Dude, the crossover is crazy right now. The two different universes collided. For real. And that's what I like about Beyond the Yard podcast because instead of just focusing, you know, on one company, like anybody could be on part of the show and they could just, you know, express how they're feeling and all that. Right, right, right. Yeah, put their thoughts out there. No, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way I see it is like, this is our yard. It's our yard. Like we could, you know, express however we wanted and because... Every time we go out there in the yard, we go out there and we mm. tell a story. Right. It's all about telling the story. Exactly. And here in Beyond the Yard, we get to tell stories that hasn't been told, if that right. makes sense. Like an iceberg. Like, sure, when you watch a match, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Exactly. Yes. 100% agreed. But I just want to say, man, welcome to the show. And let's dive on some with. let's dive on in with some questions. All right. Hit me with it. I'm ready. All right. What what got you into wrestling? So I was a young, young kid, probably, how oh man, I'd say eight, six to eight. 
more in that age range. And my mm-hmm. mom had actually loved wrestling. Um, That's dope. And so she's watching Raw. I come in and I'm like, why are they fighting? Like, I'm so young. <laughs> I, I don't like violence. So I was like, no, I don't like okay. them fighting this and that. And I, I just was like, no, all right. I, I won't. I won't watch it. And then like probably I'd say like a month later, I come in and it's a I don't even know when it's I don't remember when it's when, but it's a Randy Orton Triple H street fight and they're mm-hmm. beating the shit out of each other. And Randy Orton Randy Orton portrayed such a good heel that even my little brain who had no had no knowledge of the storyline, no knowledge of these people, I could just tell Randy Orton was a bad guy and Triple H was a good guy. And so immediately I, I was like, I was engaged. I was connected. I was sucked in. I was like, I hate this Randy Orton guy. And I love this Triple H guy. And so for the first like 10 years of my life, Triple H was like my favorite wrestler because of that one match alone. Right. Like, uh-huh. So sucked into the story that they were telling. And it was, it was such an interesting way to come in. Unfortunately, my mom did pass away a couple of years ago. Um, I have mm. her name tattooed on my forearm now. Um that's a nice trivia right there. She's always going to be a part of Yeah, exactly. She's always going to be a part of my wrestling journey. You know, every time I punch someone in the face with my left arm, dude, her name's right there on the forearm looking at him. So W, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, you know? I bet your mom would be proud of you. I yeah, dude, for I I appreciate that. I I really think so too. It's the it's about facing adversity and coming back from adversity. That's one of the biggest things she instilled in me as a young kid. So, I think I'm definitely mm-hmm. uh working with some adversity now, so. Yeah. That's for sure. And the fact, the fact about it is that you get to, like, like for example, right now, like, you're how how would I say it? Like, expanding your yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah, changing up the repertoire, moving on, mm-hmm. moving in from just not just backyard to not just deathmatch, not just pro, not just you know technical. Like, I try to stay creative, try to do it all, try to be a dynamic guy that can entertain mass exactly. amount of audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way I see myself in yarding is like I'm not. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself as a comedian, but as a comedian, you always got to come up with new jokes, you know? Right. Like you can't uh-huh. always say the same jokes. Sure, it may be funny one time, but the second joke, you won't get the same fans as you were when you first said it, you know? 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I always saw it with yarding. Mm-hmm. Staying new, staying fresh, staying current. Like, yeah, no, that's 100%. Mm-hmm. It's crucial. You know, I can't, if I went out there with the same demeanor and same phrases every time, like, you know, these people, these fans aren't robots. You know what I mean? They're not going to just consume something because I've said it 150 times. I don't, I don't have that. There, there. I know not really anybody has really that draw power. You know what I mean? It's uh, exactly. It's about hard work. It's about keeping things fresh, keep making things interesting. That's kind of like mm-hmm. one of the biggest roots of it. At the end of the day, you got to keep things interesting. Exactly. And I just want to say because I've seen some of your highlights that you competed in front of crowds. Yeah, 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 man. Um, competing in front of crowds, dude, one of the like, coolest things you could, I could ever do in my life. Uh-huh. My, my biggest crowd was probably about a hundred person crowd at UWF. Wow. Shout out to the UWF dude, underground wrestling federation. We'll drop a quick plug for him, dude. Um, owned by Mike fatality. Mike fatality is going through some medical struggles right now too, dude. I love you, Mike. I, if you're ever listening to this, dude, you know, big ups, big prayers for you. UWF, dude, it's an underground company, not just deathmatch. So, you know, pro mm-hmm. deathmatches. They've had, we've had pros come in. We've had straight yard guys come in. It's very diverse, very dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, here's now, here's, here's a quick funny story. I got into the UWF because I made a friend online about three or four years ago now. Uh-huh. That friend is now pretty popular backyard wrestler slash, how do you call him pro? Because he's been on, you know what IWTV is, right? Yes. He's been on IWTV for POR a couple times. I don't know if you ever heard of POR. Okay. Um, and he, we met online and became friends online. 
and then we would end up going through a crazy internet beef having a huh. death match in an abandoned aerosol factory which is on a youtube channel and then I would get challenged to face him at his company in front of people in a death match. And that was what 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 a what a storyline, what a what a coming out party, I guess, for me. And so that's pretty much how in UWF I started competing in front of crowds. I had such a good showing in the match that the booker just kept bringing me back and I kept mm-hmm. getting booked and I kept wrestling in front of crowds. And it's by far right. dude, the energy of a crowd fuels you. There's uh-huh. nothing more electric than like hearing your name chanted. Or even just like hearing people cheer what you do, it's electric and it makes you want to do some crazy things. And that's coming from a guy who does deathmatch. So, oh my god, mm-hmm. it's such a blessing. I cannot, I cannot rave enough to backyard wrestlers or wrestlers in smaller promotions that wrestling in front of crowds and people is like the most exhilarating thing. And it's the chase, and you have to keep chasing. It's so worth it. Exactly. And I met my best friend. Um, so it all started on his channel. He posted few years ago he posted a q a on his channel you know mm-hmm. and i was like hey what if we did a crossover what if we did a show like a Roy rumble or a match or something and he's right. like hell yeah i'm down for it then mm-hmm. like months later i call him out onto my channel then from there which is pretty much just beefing with each other we're like calling each other out on our channels blah 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 right then right right yep he was was so next year after that 2019 he was supposed to travel from north carolina to kansas but unfortunately he couldn't travel because of finance so mm-hmm. we decided to delay it to next year so next mm-hmm. year comes to the next year comes around the corner and i dislocate my knee in a wrestling match so I'm oh. like, crap. yeah yeah wow well hey wow. listen let me tell you the climax of that story is not there yet i i'm excited to see now that's a that's something compelling right there that's years upon years in the making right there for real and when i dislocated my knee um a month later, COVID happened, wow. and that's when all the start. That's when all the channels started fading away, like some big ones. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, I can't go out like this. And I'm pretty sure he's thinking the same way, because like at that point, he made a, a farewell video that he's pretty much just retiring from yarding. Wow. And the summer of 2021, I traveled to Iowa to work because I traveled to work in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I leave him a message. I'm like, hey. What's your plans for October? And he's like, nothing. Why? He's like, what are you thinking about you and me in a backyard match? And he's like, wait, you're, just, you're still down for that? And I was hmm. like, hell yeah. So I saved enough money. And once the season was over, I traveled all the way to Iowa to North Carolina. Wow. How <laughs> many hours was that? Can I, I, I got to know. Oh, I would say about 15, 16 hours. Wow. Because I know from North Carolina to Kansas is 20 hours. That's crazy. Uh-huh. And keep in mind, I did it two years in a row. Oh, my God. The gas money must have been... <sighs> For real, it went through the roof, man. But what can I say? I worked my ass off to make it happen. Right, right, right. I did. And yeah, you work for that. You got to go get that. I respect that. Exactly. And unfortunately... That my best friend, he's actually my co-partner on this show. And unfortunately, he couldn't be able to make it on this episode because he had to go to some family parties. And he may be back on the future episodes. Probably you could, you know, have a chance to talk to him as well. Dope. That, yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool, cool. Yeah. Because I remember I was talking to him yesterday and, and he said he would really like to talk to you as well. Awesome. Yeah, dude. I, Corey, I'm down to come again. I got, I got 
we got time. We got things to talk about. You know what I mean? I, I don't think wrestling, that's the beauty of wrestling. There's never not something to talk about. So yeah, dude, I'd be, I'd be totally down. Exactly. And the cool part about my second time over there, we actually put on a show. It's my 45 Ironman match. I think I sent you the link before mm. we started this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know what's your plans, but you know, if you ever have time, you could watch our full match, but if you want, you could watch the highlights of it. Right. Uh, no, it's I just, could, yeah. Definitely to watch that uh, full match before the next one, and uh, I, I could do give them give give my little info. You know what I mean? Do my research and give them some input. No, I'd love that. For real, and you get to you know talk to the man that you know battled me throughout the years. I guess <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, and the thing I like about our second time facing each other is that we actually had fans, and like to me, that was actually the first time I ever competed in front of the fans, and I was playing the heel, so. I own that shit. Like that was so amazing playing the bad guy. Right. Like the feeling that... of saying, cause I remember we had fans over. I was the heel. I was the te- I was their champion. I was their company's champion. I wasn't even in the roster wow. and I still became champion. That's so anyways, awesome. we have a contract signing. The fans are booing me and I stand up from my chair and I tell the crowd, North Carolina sucks. And boy, <laughs> I got the biggest mood. And I was just <laughs> smiling because I know that I have them in the palm of my hands. Right, you got you got the you got them tweaking. That's what you got to do. That's the heel. My debut backyard match. It was in the BWO Backyard Wrestling Organization. Mm-hmm. Um, I got in there luckily because one of my buddies in college wrestles there, and I was just like, "Well, I wanna I wanna do wrestling. I love wrestling." Mm-hmm. And my first ever match is a hardcore match against Crazy Kevin Cap. It's it's not a great match, but it's you know it's my first match ever. You're not really ever expecting a great match or your first match ever. Oh, I mean, but, it happens, you know. Right, and but I went out there, and I noticed I'm like I'm not getting any reaction. But then Kevin, he got cheered a lot, and I was like, screw this. So I became the biggest heel, and that show did actually have like a small crowd. I'd probably say like 15 to 20 people, which is you know that small nice little crowd. Okay. And so I'm just being the biggest heel possible in front of these like 15 to 20 people, and it's to the point where I have like. People from the crowd cussing at me, and like I'm like, oh, all right. And so I get backstage after the match, and uh, the guys are like, all right, it was an okay match, but you worked the crowd real well. And I was like, huh, mm-hmm. interesting. And yeah, dude, working the crowd, it it sets the environment, it sets the atmosphere, and it's the backbone to any good match. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. That yeah. What what an opportunity that was, and. Yeah, I can't believe that my first match, that was the first match I was talking about in February of 2022 was in the BWL. Mm-hmm. And one thing I do want to say is, how did you got involved with hardcore matches? Like, I haven't done, per se, hardcore matches, but I've done, like, some extreme moments and stuff, but not right. necessarily competed in hardcore matches. But tell me more about that. Like, tell me what's your thoughts on you competing in hardcore matches. I, uh, I'm i a diehard ECW guy. I love extreme right. championship uh-huh. wrestling. Tommy Dreamer is my idol. Uh, you can usually catch me wearing a Tommy Dreamer shirt or my Rob Van Dam shirt or my. Sadu I think I shirt. saw you with a uh, uh, Terry Funk. I think with the yep. shirt. Yeah, I got my Terry Funk shirt. I, I love ECW, and uh-huh. so you know, watching some ECW shows, I'm like, I can do this. I want to nice. do this. This is what I want to do. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, all right. And you know, I, I get into the BWL. I have a lackluster hardcore match because it was my first time. I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, <laughs> okay, completely lost. And then I was like, this is cool, but I'm like, I need more. Uh-huh. The thing is, once you get into hardcore wrestling, it's like a drug, and you just keep going. For real. And so now I roll into UWF, and I'm like, all right, well, what kind of hardcore shenanigans can we get here? Yeah, they have doors. Yeah, there's chairs. You know, basic stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
But then I see this big pile of light tubes and this big oh, pile boy. of barbed wire and the thumbtacks. And I'm like, oh, we're cooking with something now. Now uh-huh. we're talking. And I, in my second UWF match, I just started tubing people, man. I started <laughs> I started swinging glass. I started throwing thumbtacks, kicking people into barbed wire. You know, mm-hmm. it just... It was like an addiction. And the more I did it, I was like, the more I was like, I want more tubes in my next match. And you know what I mean? It's just like, you just get more and more into it. And you realize that it's like, it is such a beautiful thing to tell a story with violence. It's one of my favorite things by far. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there were, um, I'm trying to remember a few years ago, I actually used some thumbtacks. Hmm. I don't, oh, thumbtacks. I, in my last UWF match before the season closed and, uh, luckily, it's been it's been revealed that UWF will be coming back for I believe a season five or season six. I forgot what season we're on. Okay. And um, in my last match in the Uncivilized Cup, quite a notorious deathmatch tournament in the Northeast. You've had some. There's actually been GCW guys to come announce the event. Like I don't know if you know Jimmy Lloyd is out of GCW. Okay. Um, he came and announced for UWF one time. We we have pros come in and out. Like it's a it's a big event. We have a lot of big crowd for it. And yeah. I'm facing. None other, but guess who? My huge rival, Mikey Anarchy, in our third match. This is our trilogy now of the year. Yeah. Uh huh. And we had these thumbtack bats, so we took like you know plastic bats and then glued thumbtacks to them. Okay. Let me tell you, the glue doesn't do shit. The thumbtacks come right out, and they come right <laughs> out in your skin. Wow. And so, so when you hit on impact, it goes flying out into your skin. Yep. Wow. And so there's this awesome clip that I posted to Instagram reels that had like 40,000 views and like 3000 likes of him hitting Mm -hmm. me in the head. And you just see about 30 thumbtacks stuck into my head Mm -hmm. and oh my God. And then you, my back after the match covered and thumbtack marks. I mean, like, yeah, I must've had at least 200 thumbtacks stuck inside of me at one point. Like it was, Mm -hmm. thumbtacks are a very, very interesting thing for real. And I know the light tubes, like, they easily cut you. you know? Oh, yeah. I am I am covered in scars from these tubes, but I, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I love tubes. They're, like, my favorite. I don't know, but there's just something so exhilarating about them exploding. And uh-huh. I adore light tubes. I swung my first light tube in a match against JC Extreme. Okay. JC Extreme is from POR. Uh, POR is got like 20,000 YouTube subscribers right now. And they are completely boomed because do you know who the b- real big YouTuber moist critical is Moist critical? Yes. Moist critical reviewed and watches POR actively and posted on YouTube. Huh? And so you could see how they just kind of boomed in popularity from that. Yeah. And he's reviewing this clip where two wrestlers are fighting out in this field. And then mm-hmm. like one of them looks off into like, a different part and then a speeding fucking car comes and hit the wrestler wow and the wrestler who didn't get hit is actually the guy that i wrestled in that uwf show and it's uh-huh. just like it's like moments like that where i'm like this dude is a part of like a clip that has over <laughs> millions of views and now i'm wrestling him like that is so cool for real and we started swinging tubes in that match and oh my god like i i'm my forearms lots of scars from bumping into the glass my back of course has scars my neck has scars from like light tubes just coming in my biggest mm-hmm. scar, though, comes from that trilogy of death matches against Mikey Anarchy and our final one. I went to try to block a light tube with my hand, and it yeah. just the, the light tube came down perfectly on my finger, and I had this nice two-inch like scar, like and because it, it was a deep cut, yeah, scar in my middle finger. So whenever I flip someone off, there's just a fat scar looking at them. <laughs> I could picture and, it. I'm looking at my middle finger. Hmm. Right, right, <laughs> and um, yeah, that was. 
I they told me to go to the hospital for it because it was deep enough where I would I would have going to need some stitches and stuff. And yeah. so instead of doing that, I proceeded to super glue it shut and uh, watch the rest of the event because that's what we do around here. For real. I mean, what I've done before because I got cut like real mm-hmm. badly, and all, all I would have done is just put tape around it, you know? Exactly. You just tape it up. You keep fucking going. For real. Yeah. When Mikey, my opponent, saw the cut, he was like, "All right, we need to we need to end this match now." I was like, "No." Uh huh. Fuck no. This is my last match of the season. This is the uncivilized cup. And this is what we do, man. Like, you you want to go out with the bang, you know? Right. I'm going out with a goddamn bang. And that bang ended up being a spine buster into a bundle of tubes and a stop sign. Yes. I just saw that match. That was the last match I saw before we started the podcast. That that was a bang that I got put out on. That Uh hurt. (laughs) Or just to share this with you, um, my last match, because we were doing a BTW. Ever heard of that federation? BTW. It They're from Oregon. Bell. It rings a bell, but I can't put like a. So it... I had my match with RJS. I don't know if that name. Oh, I've heard familiar. of RJS. Uh-huh. I think he follows me on Instagram. Okay, so I had my match on their season finale. So halfway throughout the match, you know, I, I, I get hurt. So like, you know, I'm getting back up on my on my feet. And I started walking funny because, like, you know, I'm, in, I'm hurt. I guess you could say that. Mm-hmm. Then the way I landed with my left foot, I dislocated my knee. So I dislocated my knee Ooh. on my second time wrestling. Wow. But, but the first time we actually had to stop the match because, you know, what, what do you do? You know, like. Right. Well, what do you do in that situation? For real. And in the second situation, I dislocated my knee. I fell on the ground. And the moment I hit the ground, it. It popped it back in place, but that was a painful experience that I felt through. But the, we didn't stop the match; we continued it. Right. Wow. Because, like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I can't, I can't end the match like this. I can't end it right now. Not like right. this. Exactly. So throughout the match, I was pretty much just limping myself. Oh my! Because I couldn't put like force on my leg because there was right, like right, nothing. Right. Like the blood cells wouldn't work, and I guess you could say that. Right. But, yeah. But I'm just glad I got to, you know have a finish like that's what matters at least have a finish right i have not gotten any serious wrestlings or excuse i've not got any serious injuries while wrestling yet besides just you know deathmatch scars for real which is what are you know it's kind of expected uh-huh. in deathmatch um but i i think one of the more gruesome injuries that i've seen in person was at a uwf show two guys were going at it mm-hmm. and he swung the tubes in his back Stuffed the two, stuffed a bunch of more tubes in his shirt, and then like slammed him on the ground. And I don't know, something went wrong, and something cut so deep into his back. I've never seen so much blood pour out of a guy. Now, you know, for granted, he's about like three hundred pounds, so I mean, like, wow. a, lot, a lot of blood in the guy. Uh huh. So much blood is just pouring out of this dude. And then before they drive his ass to the hospital, he lays down in the concrete pavement and does uh-huh. a bloody snow angel in the glass. <laughs> Good. Wow. And now there's just this giant blood stain on our concrete <laughs> that we have never been able to get out. And it's just sitting there. Still there? Yo, yeah. Huh, dude, yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, wow. One of those moments where I'm like, holy shit. For real. At the moment, we're like, what the fuck? But like looking back at it, you know, you guys had a good time, you know? Right. Yeah. Say exactly. That was a good time. It was definitely a good time. UWF shows are always a good time. Uh-huh. What was he going to say? Yeah, like you and I, sure, we, you know, compete in different battle zones, you could say that. But, mm-hmm. you know, we do share some similarities because I've seen the way you work around, you know, the yard. And that got me thinking, what if we got to see Derek Destroyer versus Gabe Sayers? 
Derek Destroyer. I I think honestly, I think uh I think that'd be a great match. I, I do think. I, I am a brawler, I, you know, but with some uh technical the little the little technicals spring into it. I'm definitely, you know, go, I'm going to a pro school, I'm looking to adapt my game, I'm looking to improve my game. But mm-hmm. I definitely think we would just beat the living shit out of each other and punch the shit out of each other, which is my favorite kind of thing to do. For real. Like for um, me, like ever since I dislocated my knee, I can't I can't do much strength maneuvers, you know? Like mm-hmm. I can't do much lifting. So I'm mostly focused on kicking, striking, flying, you know, whatever it just flows my boat. Right, exactly. You gotta adapt. For real. You just gotta improvise on Literally. some stuff. Yeah, man. Exactly. But um so what would your plans be? Oh, I just want to say this to the fans. Happy New Year's, everybody. Because right now, it's technically, it's January 1st, but it's December 31st, 2022, because we're recording it right now. But right. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's. And it's ironic because last year, I had Maximus Roman on my show. Does that mm-hmm. name ring? Does that name yeah. ring a bell? Again, I think follows me on Instagram. <laughs> That's where okay. I get the, yeah. send my info from. Right. So... He out, he uploaded his last show last year on this day. And uh-huh. after his show aired, premiered on YouTube, we decided to make a podcast episode. And a few days later, we uploaded it. And I thought that was pretty cool. And, and it's ironic because we're doing the same thing right now. Right. Yeah, that is. No, that's cool. I love that. Uh-huh. That's the way that things just sometimes connect and work out like that. It's just such a beautiful thing. I love For that. All. And it's cool because... Um, Everybody that's listening to this, they're going to ring in the new year with Gabe Sayer on Beyond the Yard. Yeah, dude, what a way to ring in the new year, dude. You get, you get a little violence, a little taste of glass in your morning coffee. That's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. That's what, that's what I'm good for. For real. I just want to say, what would your plans be for 2023? Because I know, you know, you got some, a lot of things to do within a short span. So. Oh, yeah. I love this question. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some call-outs right here. So let's uh, – I'm gonna cook into this real quick. Ready? UWF. I've got I've got a guy, Dark Fallow. I love Dark Fallow to death. I want to work Dark Fallow really badly. Dark Fallow's a clean technical submission guy. Current UWF underground champion right now. Mm-hmm. Dark Fallow. You 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 you. I know you have a huge target on your back, but I'm here to I'm here to chase that target. I'm here to bounty hunt you because you you are a guy I need to wrestle. I know not only will I improve in the match, but I think I can show you a thing or two, Mr. Submissions. I've pulled out some pretty crazy submissions in my day. Uh, looking past UWF, let's go jump right into BWO. BWO, fuck you, the Puerto Rican prince. Angel Santiago, you're a pussy. <laughs> Quit fucking ducking me. You're lucky I had to vacate my title because I'm, cu- I'm fucking coming for you. Quit hiding behind your stupid British manager because he can go fuck himself too. I'm coming for you, Angel Santiago. Noah Golden, I already beat your ass. I don't have to worry about you. Everyone else, I want to rematch with Crazy Kevin Cat, but hey, I love Kevin, so I'm not gonna. I don't, I don't have a mean thing to say about Kevin, except for fuck Angel. I can say that again. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's my that's my call for BWO. Let's move on. NHW. Ooh, at NHW New Haven Wrestling. I do want to say my protege Christopher Black. I love you, buddy. You're. I'm so happy you've still been improving and doing well. Uh, Donnie Max, I, I have a date for that TF Crew title with you. Me and you got a little bit of a bone to pick. Adam Starr, fuck you too, attacking me behind my back because you're a pussy. But we have a bull rope match with our name on it coming up. I'm excited to kill you in that. And Blackout, listen, I'm putting the challenge out there now, Blackout, if you're listening to this. Light tube deathmatch, come on. NHW's never had light tubes. I'm the fucking king of light tubes. So, you know, Blackout, 
put some put, puts your big boy pants on. I mean, you already have your big boy pants on. You're because you know you're 300 plus pounds. Put your even bigger boy pants on and come face me in a little death match. Let's, let's see, let's see how hard you can tango in my environment. That's NHW's callouts. NEW. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of NEW and Wooster Mass owned by Jake. Yes, Matthews. I've heard of NEW. Them. I might. You know, it it is taped in advance, so my debut has not been posted yet. But where I'm at right now in NEW, I want to say fuck you to Jake Matthews. Um, I love you, but fuck you. It, it's a conflicted love you, fuck you. You know what I mean? I'm a little conflicted with that one. I love him, but fuck him. Um, who else? Yo, Nova? Nova? Fuck you. Stop trying to tell me I'm just a fucking yarder when I've wrestled professionals. I don't care what you're doing on, you know, in professional wrestling. I get it. You're, you know, wrestling in front of a lot of people in big venues, and that's cool, but fuck you. I'm going to beat your fucking ass at NEW, Nova. You, you got a date with a receipt, or you got a receipt with a punch coming. You can flip, you can dive, that's cool, but can you punch someone in the face as hard as I can? That's what I don't think. Um, shout out Reyes Silver. Reyes Silver gets a shout out. We love Reyes Silver. Um, w Performer. We Reyes Silver gets a W. And um, D Savage. D Savage over an NEW. Let's, let's, let's do it again. Let's fucking do it again. I, I, I'm pretty, I, I kind of amped, and I, I want to I wanna do it again. Mm-hmm. um for companies i don't have anyone to call out for wzw hardcore i'm actually i guess it's, it's a little bit of a call out hardcore you're one of the biggest guys in the deathmatch uh in the deathmatch you know scene right now have you heard of xpw yes as a matter of fact i have he's wrestled for xpw and wow. so hardcore listen you told me you wanted a match i told you i wanted a match we're gonna get it done you're one of the best people in this business i hardcore is a guy that people should look up to hard worker he's in, he's right now wrestling at xpw like we're gonna have our match and we're gonna absolutely tear down the whole entire house hardcore i absolutely love you whether it's in wzw i don't care but wcw i am coming i'm looking to looking to make a little noise uh mm-hmm. paradise alley pro wrestling that's my school um you know we're, we're training we're, we're trying we're trying to get good trying to get strong and then yes, finally sir. rcw in uh pennsylvania rcw i'm coming i'm just saying i i've seen what violator can do violator's tough violator's cool but I've also seen you guys bring in guys like Joseph Gemini and fucking Power Surge. And listen, if I can hang with them, I can hang with anybody in RCW. So RCW, I, I think, uh, I think, I think there's a call that needs to be made there. And that's my, uh, those are my plans. That's my promotions I plan on hitting. Obviously, I hope to add a couple more to that list. But that's what I got right now. Oh, definitely. Just make some goals. Who knows? You might add, add some goals later down the road. But at least you have a great path going on for next year. Right. Yeah. I got a lot of. Uh, a lot of different names and a lot of different promotions that I uh, I, uh, I owe some punches in. For real. I mean, I don't know what your plans are for next year. I mean, hell, the year just started. But hopefully, like around, maybe we could say around fall, you know, depends how our budget is. I'm down to travel where you're at, wherever you're at. Yeah, man, if you can come through, we would we'd love to have you. Actually, this is a great time for me to talk about this. Um, June. It's looking like June 2023. TF Crew, that's my YouTube channel. We're going to be mm-hmm. hosting the Backyard Bash, a huge show that I'm planning and putting together right now. The Bash is going to be filled with pros, backyarders, guys you've never heard of, guys you've heard of. It's an absolute giant mix. Um, Backyard Bash, dude, if you have the finances for it, come on down. You'd be booked in a heartbeat. Um, we're live crowd, real ring. We have, we, we rented a, we got a ring for the event. Uh, I think the venue is pretty cool. We're going to have death matches, normal matches, technical matches, and possibly a ladder match. So honestly, dude, it's going to be a giant party. There's going to be food. The TF Crew Backyard Bash, dude, uh, it's, uh, keep your eye out for it. And if you have the finances, dude, we'd love to have you. I'm down. I just want to say, everybody listening to ACW Beyond the Yard, thank you for listening to this episode. I know this episode kind of feels a bit short, 
But I mean, it's about to be New Year's. I mean, I know it sounds complicated because, you know, the way we're uploading it right now, but I bet he's got places to be. I got oh, yeah. places to be. Right. And, you know, it's not that we don't want to make this episode short, but this doesn't mean that Gabe cannot come back to the future episodes. Right. Exactly. I would love, 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 love to come back for a good full episode. Well, I will. we would love to have you again. And I just want to say right before we head out, is there anything you want to say to the ba- backyard wrestling community? Backyard wrestling community, keep working hard. Keep hitting people even harder, dude. It's all about passion. It's about love in this business. There's too many, like, toxic people trying to bring shit down. Shout out to the names that are always trying to, like, uplift. Jake Matthews, man. And I, got, I know we got a little, you know, a little shaky relationship with Jake Matthews, guys, like, hardcore. You know, guys that are trying to uh, positively impact backyard wrestling. Big shout out to you guys. Um, random, random, random thing. Ready? Atomic Titan. I've seen this guy a lot. I've seen some of his matches. Atomic Titan. I've heard a lot about this guy. Uh, Atomic, find your way around my area or I'll find my way around yours. I, I feel like I feel like we can smack each other in the face pretty well. I, I think I'd enjoy that. Look, Tom and Tyler, it's funny that you mentioned that because as a matter of fact, last year I had a match against him. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it, it was pretty good because my first match in TBW was against him. And, you know, mm-hmm. I felt we had a pretty good connection. And unfortunately, he invited me to do a sh- to a do a crossover with him this year, but unfortunately, I just wanted to go back to Kansas because I was so exhausted from not being home, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And, you know, if I had the chance to go up to Atomic Titan again, you know, I would do it again. 100%, dude. I, uh, yeah, I, I think I would love to go punch Atomic Titan in the face. I think that'd be a blast. Who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> I bet the backyard community agrees with me with that. Oh, God, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I just want to say, Gabe, thank you 100 Thank you for being a part of this episode. Thank you for having me, man. Dude, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we get to see you down in the road pretty soon. 100%, dude. Thank you. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, Backyard Community. We will see you guys on the next episode of Beyond the Yard. And I promise you, Gabe, we will have a full-length episode. But caution, my co-partner will be a part of it. Hey, that sounds like a blessing. I love to hear it. Thank you, Backyard. And uh, stay safe, everyone. Thank you, everybody, and Happy New Year.